Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Studio on iHeartRadio. My name is Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. My guests today are a pair of brothers, but unlike the Gallaghers, the Davies, or the Everleys, they get along great, which is something of a rarity in rock and roll. You probably became aware of them during their tenure in the band R5 before they struck out on their own as a duo with their 2019 debut X. Now they're back with their sophomore effort, Girlfriend. It's an eclectic blend that melds a diverse array of influences, ranging from classic rock staples like NXS and Bruce Springsteen to 90s hip-hop producers like Timbaland, Will I Am, and the Neptunes. The record's out October 15th, but fans got an early taste with a string of recent singles, including Heaven Angel, Number One Fan, and Leave Me Feeling Confident. I'm so happy to welcome Ross and Rocky Lynch of the Driver Era. I hope you enjoy our talk. Take a listen. You got a new album on the way, Girlfriend, the first since your debut in 2019. You said that this is your most eclectic work to date. I think there was a quote about you saying that this was more Rihanna-like than your last album, X. I wanted to start there. What kind of influences went into the pot for this? I mean, I guess it's kind of everything. Uh, Everything that we've ever grown up on or anything that we've been influenced by recently. Um it's such a it's such an interesting question to answer because like we live with music like music's always yeah. everywhere with us yeah. um like on on the best days like music's playing all day you know what i mean yeah. um and that could be arranged from like bob marley to like freaking we've been uh talking about Lil Wayne recently because of his um he honestly just has an amazing career and some yeah. amazing tracks yeah. as well 
obviously. Um, and then like Cardi B, like yeah. uh, Pharrell. Um, I feel like there's always a. Uh, growing up, we like there's a lot of like, I don't know, kind of like '90s like hip hop, somewhat I guess that influenced a lot of our, like our production tendencies. And so, I mean, Ross just said Pharrell. Uh, you know, even like you know Dre. Uh, some stuff that Jay-Z's done, like we've been listening to a lot of that recently. Um, and then it, it kind of like, it goes all the way to like, for whatever reason, I was kind of obsessed with, and we, we both like this a lot, but like Phantom of the Opera. I listened to a lot of Phantom of the Opera. No way. <laughs> so like, it was, yeah, it was, it was a wide spectrum. Uh, and I, I've, I think that's kind of why a lot of what we, um, a lot of what we do now usually does, a lot of our productions tend to have a little, a little like hip hop R and B flair to them, and yeah. then you know we we always like to kind of just like I don't know gloss it up with some with some some nice pop elements. I feel like even more and more as we go, actually, we're sort of like leaning more towards hip hop, like the more music we make. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that had still yet to be. Uh, fully accented in our music yeah. i guess yeah. but there's undertones throughout for sure i was gonna say i mean i think you're three two singles back heaven angel that started off as like a, a, a hip-hop freestyle right kind of um yeah the, you were kind of saying that it's a, a lot of a lot of the melodies and and, and parts that end up going into songs usually are somewhat of like a um, just like a flow or like a freestyle. So Heaven Angel, for instance, was um, I was in here kind of working on the song and Ross was just like over yonder by the fire, just playing <laughs> acoustic guitar. And, uh, and, and essentially it's like the same. Uh, it, it, it somewhat is the same thing of like, oh, let me freestyle. But it but you just are kind of doing it with like an acoustic guitar and or, you know, uh, the genre, it's like the genre rapping, but yeah, singing. Yeah, the genre is is floating more in specifically that song, like a, a little more like funky, uh, you know, yeah, a little funk pop rock thing, a little more. Um, now you're talking to me from your uh, your home studio. You've been insanely productive. I think in 2020 you released, I think, five songs. How much of this album was done during uh, during lockdown in the room that you're talking to me in right now? Was this a, a I hate to say quarantine project, but was a lot of this done during lockdown? Um, sort of towards the end of lockdown. In the beginning of lockdown, it was a bit of an uninspired time. Yeah. You know, with the world being shut down and 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 just like there's nowhere to go, no one to see. Um, it was much more of a of a of a self-reflective time to to read and meditate and to kind of get spiritual, I guess. Um so we so we took a lot of our time to do that and then about halfway through, we started picking up production again, and um, yeah, you're right. This is this is where pretty much it all happens, um, yeah. and well, pretty much all of the driver era has happened in this room, actually. Yeah, um, there's uh, on this album, we we basically like wrapped and finished everything in here, um, but where the um, some songs were started and and whatnot, it's you know, it's this room, it's. Uh, in Vancouver, he hit a little spot. We had like a little uh, a baby grand, you know, with like a little portable studio set up where some songs 
were started and somewhat, you know, not necessarily finished, but like got to a good place. Uh, and even back in our old, um, our old, uh, our mom's band house. house. Yeah. Our, our, so there's a little, there's a, a track that we started like in the living room in our, our parents' house. And there's another, there's a, another song that was worked on in our, our original studio in our older band house, which was just like a little guest house to uh, a house in the Valley. And so it, it's, there's a little bit of, you know, songs from different places, but they all ended up coming together here in this room. Mm-hmm. So. I think your, your latest single, Leave Me Feeling Confident, I think is the oldest track on this album, right? Can you tell me a little bit about where uh, the genesis of that track? Yeah, so that one happened when we were between houses. Um, we were had just finished up a tour or something. And no, we were on tour on that one. Oh, we were on tour. Oh, okay. Comet. Yeah, that, right. We were on tour. That we had a little. Um, we made like a little portable studio rig. Like I don't know how many years back. That's just kind of like always worked. Like if you just have a mic, we have a, you know a little interface that we can record with. And that was just a, a some night on tour. Mm-hmm. That we just we just brought it into a hotel room. I think I want to say we had bus call that night at like midnight, and so we were like, "Oh, let's just go in this room for a little." And oh, did vibing. they have to fix the MOA? Is that why we had that? What the- we have this keyboard, this like big keyboard, and and it sometimes malfunctions, and one of our techs has to take it in and fix it. I think that was what. I think that's why we were in the hotel room. Oh, because then he was working on something. Because he was fixing the keyboard. Oh. And then we took that opportunity so like, to like set up like the rest of the bits. Yeah, we're like, we'll hang out here. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then uh, just found this like weird little chord, that descending chord thing. And just thought it was all sorts of funky. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were just having a heyday with it. We just mm-hmm. loved it. Are you the type of artist that have like a million songs in the vault, like the people that just sort of like can't stop writing. And then when it comes to album time, you got to do this kind of massive culling process. Yeah. <laughs> just getting the vibe talking to you. It feels, it feels like you're writing nonstop. I imagine that you got, you got a whole lot in reserve. Yeah. yeah. The, like, I mean, just yesterday, uh, you know, we watched, it was Sunday. We watched a little football. Um, and then somehow we found ourselves just kind of just, you know, back at the house and we're like, all right, let's, you know, Let's go in the studio and and we're we I want to say we opened like we opened up like three different songs that we had been messing with recently and they're you know it's three brand new songs that we're adding to this pile of like I don't I don't know how many kind of ex, like idea wise just exist on our hard drive but it's it's <laughs> one of those things where we're like we can't we can't help ourselves but to want to find the next exciting hook. Mm. like or like the next exciting beat or like so so sometimes we'll we'll end up having like five or six of these songs that we're just sort of like crafting or letting them brew in the in the hard drive if you will um but then like you have five or six songs over here and then all of a sudden like rocky starts playing a riff that's like super cool we've never heard before or like a drum beat comes up and we're just we gotta jump on it can't help ourselves it's so weird but so that's why we have like thousands of songs on our hard drive that wow. hopefully we'll see the light of day eventually. Are you tinkers? Is it hard to for you, like for you to let a song go? <laughs> like when you stop working on it and say, okay, you know what? It's done. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's like... How do you know when it's done? 
it kind of, I mean, whether it's like, it's either management is like, okay, it's time to go. <laughs> so we're like, all right, all right, all right. Good yeah, it's fine. Good you can have it. You can have yeah. it. Or it's like, this one's done. This needs to see the light of day. Rocky, stop EQing that snare drum. Let's get this shit out here. Yeah. Like, like, I want to say, actually, like, like right now, songs that aren't released is probably like, maybe like 10 to 15 that are kind of in like a 90% place probably. Yeah. And it's like, like the, we have like some bounces of them, you know, like sitting on our phones, you know, um, and the, and they're, they're basically finished, but we probably won't actually be like, all right, cool. It is until somehow there's like a somewhat of a deadline or we're like putting together an album or something so and then we'll, we'll be like all right cool like we have to that one last thing we were like sitting on it might even take us like five minutes um but like in like if like in the back of my mind I like i kind of know like whatever like something's like it's like kind of done but there's like these couple things but like we'll do those couple things when the time comes and that somewhat is like it's like i don't know if we're a little bit like a little more uh i guess like better set up our like our like efficiency of like working. Yeah. Like we, we might, there might be like, you know, we, we probably would get, more I, I also think there's a, but. there's a very vulnerable aspect to, to releasing music and, and letting it go. And, and um, we're getting better at it for sure. But I think that is also what maybe delays the release of some of these songs is, is first yeah. of all, we like to live with the songs a little bit. Like, like we were saying that the other day, like, it's nice to have the song just be ours for a little while in case like there are big decisions or changes that need to happen. Um, And then also just kind of putting off the inevitable feeling of like vulnerability. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Why is that just about, you know, these things are your babies, these things you put so much work into and so much of your heart and emotions into, you're just nervous for, what are you nervous about? Is it just, judgment or uh or it not being as good as you you want it to be or i think you just overthink it i think i mm. you know because like even when i listen to songs on the radio or i'm like listening to songs in my car i'm always like oh yeah it can be simple that's okay too <laughs> you know um but in the process of it you're thinking like oh like people want to hear me be honest and they want to hear me like shed these layers or like they it needs to be more than just like I love this shit. I guess sometimes can hold you up, but it can also be simple. And actually simple is the is the best. Yeah. I don't know, maybe it's just overthinking. But we've been but we've, we that was one of the best things about the pandemic is it gave us a second to like reconstruct what was or um just kind of like reevaluate like what's serving us and what's not on a on a mental standpoint. Um so I'm actually really grateful for the pandemic. Gave me a lot of time to like reconstruct uh, some of those concepts for myself and and for for production and stuff. It's good. What was that Leonardo da Vinci quote? Something like uh, "Art's never finished; it's only abandoned." Yo, <laughs> that I like is that. I I love that guy. That guy was a genius for sure. Isn't there something? I want to say it's one of. It's either him or some, some uh, 
one of those guys is like painting something and he like he like I want to Vinci? Yeah, is is it uh or or there's like he I like, he like worked on it for like 12 years or some shit. The Mona Lisa. Yeah, is it that? Yeah. And he's like he's like like, right? like he's like doing like he's like adjusting like barely anything. He like he like carries it around with him for like years. Yeah. Or something like is it that? It's the Mona Lisa. Is that right? I, yeah, I think that or am I thinking of Michelangelo? I think it's the Mona Lisa. I, I know Michelangelo was uh working on the Sistine Chapel for some ridiculous length of time. I don't I'm not sure though. I, I mean I could see them both doing it to be honest. Yeah. So it says Leonardo be, I mean this is just some random Google thing. Leonardo begins painting the Mona Lisa which he will work on for 4 years according to Leonardo da Vinci's biography. Wow. Well, I didn't know I that. Ship it yeah, I, I I'm pretty sure he thought it was bad too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you, uh, are you that way? Like when you release your album, I mean, if you're listening to, to your first album X, for example, like I do listen to it, it's like, oh man, that, you know, that hi-hat, we could have done something dimmer that hi-hat or that snare or that, that, that bass sounds too trebly or something. I mean, do you, are you ever satisfied with what you do? Um, I think on a, on a, on a vibe level, yes. Like whenever you like, Whenever like a track or like a pocket, a sense for rhythm or or like those ways, it's easy to be satisfied. Um, the hardest thing to be satisfied about, I found, is is uh, about my voice. Because I've, oh, I've been wow. doing this for a long time. And uh, it's almost funny now, actually. Like I can go back, like literally I can go back and like listen to a song that I did 10 years ago, which I don't think a lot of people can say. Um, yeah. And just and just hear like fifteen year old me like singing a track, and it's almost hilarious because I'm like, wow, I sound so young. It's like, yeah. but it's but it but you know, yeah, it's it's more hilarious than it than it is yeah. anything else. Yeah. It, I think it kind of goes both ways too. Like if we go, you know, dive into X, uh, I guess it's somewhat inevitable to be like, all right, cool. Like you could have, like you said, oh, like. You know, there's always mixed things. I feel like, uh, yeah. Which you know, you're like, oh, like you could have more low end. Like I'm, I'm always like, like guilty of being like, yo, we need more low end. Like I'm always <laughs> just like, try, like just trying to crank the low end. Uh, I'm a bass player, so I, I, I relate. I feel. Yeah. Like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like, there's, there's definitely that, and then there's, um, there are times where, uh, you know, uh, say we haven't listened to a song on there for like a, a second, maybe like a year, and we'll, we'll stumble upon it somehow. Uh, Maybe like I don't maybe someone will play it or we'll be like oh we'll like bump it or something and there are moments of like oh nice like nice job uh, Rocky Ross from a couple of years ago like mm-hmm. sick like that's kind of like like you kind of can like I don't know you get to a, a point where you where it, it is I don't know it's <coughs> it, you're just like oh okay like I, I see what y'all were doing I don't know it's 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 good sometimes it's, it's yeah good. sometimes like a year out or like maybe more yeah. You can like revisit things, yeah. and it definitely gives you a feeling of, um, you know, you can pat yourself yeah. on the back. It's a good feeling for sure. Yeah. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Yeah, I mean, this is probably a nice segue while we're talking about judging our, ourselves to so talk about number one fan let's like get into the you know fans the positive reinforcement your uh your recent single second most recent single uh tell me more about that where did that that title come from the message of that song um it kind of has a lot of messages uh i think initially it was always about um my girlfriend uh who is an artist as well and and really talented artist and, uh, and, uh, want, and, you know, just, I, I don't know how personal I want to get about, um, essentially it's about just being like, Hey, like I, like I've definitely made mistakes. Like everyone makes mistakes, but I'm here and I, and, uh, I want to do my best and, um, I'll be your number one fan. Like I'll be there for you. Uh, and I'll be support. I'll be supportive of, of 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 us of us you and us. Um, and then and then this the the other side to that song is wanting to be your own number one fan. You know, because because oftentimes, especially in art, the artist is you're you're the person holding yourself back. Like sure, like you might get like positive praise, 
negative praise, whatever. It doesn't even matter. But at the end of the day, it's it's like up to you to do it or to not do it. Um, and so it's also about like be your own number one fan and like do what you love, kind of. <laughs> Uh, do you want to add anything onto that? Uh, I for some reason like to mention this, but that's like somewhat of a uh, when like that song, uh, <clears throat> like we, we had a track for it, and, and once we kind of started um throwing on you know top line and whatnot, it was right around this time when Ross fell out of a tree. <laughs> And I don't know, like I don't know why I feel like it's it's relevant to the verse. Because, he thinks this is funny. <laughs> well, because it like, I like I, to me it like it like kind of sparked like the letdown moment of like the verse. Um, it literally fell out of a tree. Yeah, yeah like he, he literally and I hit concrete. He was like going to basketball on a tree. It and, like, hurt. He, yeah, he was like I don't know how many 10, 15 feet up. I had to have been fifteen or twenty. Yeah. Oh and man, I, the branch breaks underneath him, and he just. Just hiss cement, and <laughs> which is a terrifying feeling. Yeah, were you all right? Your the ground like fell out from under you, dude. Ooh. It's not a fun feeling. So, at that point, not only are you like, well, I, I don't really know how you were feeling, but I, okay, like I was pissed. Yeah, you're like you you feel some extreme pain, and you're and you're and somewhat whether that pain is something that or not, you're like somewhat maybe feeling low. Uh, oh yeah, and yeah. to me, it kind of like sets up the arc of the song of like. I don't know, like coming back around and like being like, I got you somehow. Like in that moment, I feel like I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like, yeah, it, to me, it, to me, it just paints like the synopsis of the song kind of. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. It's got that of a tree. I mean, this song makes sense now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did any of the, the feelings that went into number one fan inspire the title for the album, Girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, definitely. like, girl, girl. The reason we like the the name girlfriend is because it it really tied all the songs together well. Um, but yeah, I think I think number one fan is is um, probably one of the best songs under the title. Probably, yeah. You, know, you mentioned uh, the song. I'm gonna make sure I'm saying it right. Crazy baby, spelled differently. Got um as being a standout track in the album, what is it about that song that really uh, makes it special for you? The things we've liked to say about that song is uh, it's kind of the first song because you know we're talking about Heaven Angel, how it's just kind of like you know there's uh, somewhat of just like a flow and a, somewhat of like a, a freestyle. Uh, Crazy Baby is was is somewhat. Uh, in that same way, but it's kind of the first song where we both just did that and, and did our part separately. Because growing up, you know, you're going to sessions and whatnot, and it's like you're making a, you're making a song, some a couple people that you just met that day, and you're like sitting on a verse, you're like trying to write this verse with these with these people for like two hours or whatever, and everyone's like throwing out all these words on like. What, a lot of James Dean references. Yeah, just like how, like the like your your <laughs> most typical like songwriter words and and sentences. And Crazy Baby is uh, is exactly not that. It's it's I I got back from I came back from my girlfriend's apartment actually, and Ross was in here. Um, he just had that song up. He had just. I think he just started I just it. like literally saying it. Right and, uh, a lot of our 
workflow is, um, which we do, we do, you know, we're kind of hands-on with everything when it comes to the music, but a lot of times I'm a little more producery and he's a little more, um, top liney, but I got back and he was in here doing majority of the production on that song. And he had a, and he had a couple of his parts that he was already doing. And I was just outside, uh, kind of like, yo, I, I'm like, I'm vibing this thing. And I was like, trying to like sync it to him. He was like, get in there, bro. And just like, put yeah. it down. I was like, all right, dog. Like, um, and, and again, it, it, it just kind of, you're like, all right, I guess that's a, the part now. And, yeah. and, um, again, it's not like it was like, all right, like, how can I like come in with these, like, what, what lines can I say? It was just like, oh, here's these lines are like happening currently. And, and, um, you know, it, it, it I, I wasn't even trying to think of words, you know, it was like, they're just, they're just kind of coming out. So in that sense, it somewhat is like a, a freestyle, but it's also like, maybe, maybe the, maybe you've, you found the part you're looking for. Like, <laughs> The last thing, a little thing I want to add about this song too is it's um, a good representation of our of our uh, like orderly chaos um, (laughs) when it comes to our music because sometimes, like Rocky's kind of saying, like we'll just throw things on the canvas and and uh, oftentimes just like let it stick and work with it, even if it's like has like minor mistakes or whatever in it. Um, so this song's like a cool version of that where it's like orderly chaos. Um where if you listen closely at the pockets real wonky and um there's just like a lot of cool elements hidden throughout that you can um and just take a listen to it and see if you see if you hear it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. 
And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. It sounds like so much of your process is letting things happen organically. I know there was an interview you gave recently, I think, with Entertainment Weekly, where you're talking about how mu- making music is almost like a meditation for you. It, it sort of reawakened, um, you know, it affected your spirituality in a way. I wanted to ask you more about that, about sort of like being present in the moment when you're when you're making music and how that impacts just you know your you in a spiritual level in a broader sense. Um. <clears throat> we were, I think we were like we were saying this a little bit ago, but there's something with um like like attempting to write music um in itself is like is one of the like craziest like transformation um processes uh I think, especially especially if you are trying to uncover uh, or 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 like arrive at like something like um, arrive at some version of, of of what is true to you, um, you know, you, you, it it is very much a spiritual uh, a spiritual thing. Um, yeah, even if you don't start at that place, like if you're an atheist, like trying to make music, <laughs> I think eventually you're going to have to sort of surrender to the fact that it's a little bit beyond your control. Um, the process of it. And, and we found the more you do try to control it. And this, what's so weird about this is this process directly reflects like Mm. it's directly reflected in just like everyday life, but Mm. trying to control its unveiling just kind of squashes the magic of it. Like you, you like you, you can just get in your own way, which is the idea behind number one fan is like, stop getting in your own way. Just, just like you can just allow, love, yeah. you can allow it and love and, and love it. And, and kind of like allow yourself to be great by being your own number one fan. Um, that's like the second idea, but <clears throat> I think that's why music has, such a spiritual reaction for the people that make it it's because yeah it's when you you witness magic while trying to or or while deciding not to try just so like being with the music you you end up witnessing magic in your life i don't know where that necessarily came from um and you'll hear this from the likes of a lot of like amazing musicians John Lennon and um, Billy Joel and um, uh, Chris Martin, 
um, from Coldplay, like all, all sorts of musicians will, will say the same thing. Yeah. When did you discover that? Did you grow up in a really musical household? Um, pretty much. Our parents didn't play music, but our oldest brother was just like obsessed with um, all, all the biggest stuff, you know, the Beatles and Elvis and Michael Jackson. And, and we used to uh, recreate his music videos and dances and stuff and put on shows for our family. Wait, I need to know everything about that. What what videos? That's awesome. Like, oh man, we did like Justin Timberlake music videos and like music videos. All the moves and everything? Oh yeah, yeah. Move by move. Like we were like We did Grease too. We did Grease. <laughs> and we were like like we copied them exactly. All the Darren's dance groove stuff, or I think that was him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so much so that our mom at a really young age was like, all right, they, they obviously like to do this i can't get them to not do this they're always just performing in my basement and so she enrolled us in um dance classes and like choir and stuff from a real really young age um so yeah like we've we've spent like days upon days like i was i did like a bunch of ballet rocky did a little bit of ballet too but he was i don't feel like he was as much into it <laughs> um but like yeah so we have a pretty extensive dance background because of that um, but, uh, I don't know, man. I, I feel like music just kind of found us when we were really young. Thanks to our oldest brother. Um, and then step by step, we've just gotten here. Ross, I have a, a ridiculously specific question for you. Speaking of, of influences, I was reading an interview you gave, I think it was with HMV and about your, your favorite albums. And you name checked the Paul McCartney and Wings album, Back to the Egg, which is one of my favorite albums that no one ever, like he makes fun of that album himself. And I've always loved that album. I just wanted to ask you about that because I think that's a great record that nobody ever talks about. You know, it's so funny. I, oh man, I feel bad now because it's, it's, I don't actually know a whole lot about that record. They were, I thought they were asking like what album cover you'd really like. Oh yeah, the cover is nuts. Yeah, the cover's great. Yeah, but you know what? I actually have, I should probably listen to it a few more times. <laughs> I'm probably not as like dedicated to it as you are. You know what I mean? Oh, it's a bizarre record. I mean, it's like, I, I mean, maybe that's why I like it because I've just, I'm a huge McCartney nerd and I've just heard all the stuff like Ram and Band on the Run that everybody always listens to. And that's the one that just never gets played. So maybe it just sounds fresher to me, but it's weird. It's from like 79. So he's trying to do like, it's like punk stuff, but then also a little bit of new wave and then also just him being weird and doing like spoken word stuff and then there's like a jazz track on there it, it's just this bizarre record and the, the the actual like not just the genres he's playing in but the the sounds itself are really weird i, I don't know i'm curious what, what you guys as as you know serious music makers on like a fan just like me uh would think of it i think you might enjoy it okay i gotta go peep that now yeah, for sure yeah, it's it's super weird we're gonna we're gonna bump that after this uh this little <laughs> chat. <laughs> yeah, what have you been listening to? I know a lot of people I know during lockdown have been kind of turning to musical comfort food and playing stuff that they haven't played since they were in like high school. I know I've been doing that. What has been on your uh your your speakers lately? A lot of reggae, actually. Yeah? 
Um, let me just pull my Spotify. Real quick. I, I kind of did one. what you just said. Where I went and listened just recently. I just, uh, I used to like this album a lot, but okay, go. Uh, uh, oh yeah, that's a cool record. I man. really, I, I like that album a lot, and I hadn't heard it in like a a, a second. But hungry, hungry ghosts, twenty fourteen. Wow, that is a cool great album. record. I I forgot about that record. Around that time, like I, I liked it a lot, and I hadn't listened to it. And just like the other day, I went and listened to the whole thing, and I was like, "Yo, it's sick." They have that to me, kind of. It, it's kind of early for its time because it uh, everything in there sounds super like they were just like, "Yo, let's just like make a computer record." Uh, like it just sounds like it's in the box. Mm. But like maybe that's why I like it, but like I don't it's it's a fun record. Yeah, I really like okay go. Yeah. I think they're underrated. Yeah. Oh, I gotta check that out again. All right. You play uh you play back to the egg, I'll play Hungry Ghost and we'll compare notes <laughs> later. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, my uh, my my last you know question, couple questions, uh about the tour. You're gonna be getting back out on the road soon. That's gotta be nice after uh eighteen months, I think, of uh of being uh being home. How how do you feels good it feels good it's it's really reassuring to know that all this work that we've done over the past 10 years has um it's 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 kind of like a really nice security blanket because you know over the quarantine and stuff it's like you spend all this time alone and without like work and 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 getting to see like the people who enjoy the music and stuff and you know it can uh you can just kind of forget about it, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. But it's it's really reassuring to be like, wow, we can freaking go to Europe and like sell out all these like sh- these shows in South America and and freaking we're playing two nights at the Fonda in L.A. Oh man! Um, <clears throat> and we know, and, and it's just like, it's just really nice to know that people want to come see the show. And and even though we've been doing it for so long, and like I'm sure it's gonna be a lot of the same people, like that's that that was really exciting to re-realize. Um, because I feel like it just hit me the last few days. Because someone was like, someone they were like, yeah, Argentina sold out in ten minutes or something like that. Oh, uh, our our yeah, publicist told yeah, us that. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. I'm just like, I, I guess we're just not in the know all the time with those kind of facts. But I was just like, "Holy crap, <laughs> that's really that that's crazy. really something, man!" And yeah. and I'm really grateful. I'm really really grateful because because we've worked hard to be in this position for sure, no doubt. Um, so that feels really good, really really good. And uh, and I'm I'm really excited to 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 put together a great show and, and go see all the fans and and knock their socks off. We still have yet to do a lot of that work, that pre-show work. Uh, uh, gearing up for the tour but um it's gonna be great oh man well can't wait for uh for that incredible homecoming on the stage ross rocky thank you so much for your time today i really appreciate it. it's been such a pleasure talking to you it's thank been you. great talking to you too oh man thank you well safe travels on the road when when's the tour kick off again i think november 15th Okay. Oh, wow. Sooner than I thought. Wow. Okay. Well, safe travels. Enjoy the hell out of it, man. I'm really, I'm so glad you're getting back out there. Thanks. Thanks. We're really excited. It's going to be great. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Inside the Studio, a production of iHeartRadio. 
For more episodes of Inside the Studio or other fantastic shows, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.